This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Imagine your ideal life. Are you living it? If not, why not? Let me guess. You feel unmotivated, fearful, tired. These things may be true, but the question stands. Are you going to allow your current feelings to keep you from living your ideal life? Don't let your dream die. The choice is yours. And today, you're going to choose to step out and get after it. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Week two of season three of the podcast, episode number four. And today we're going to be talking about confidence. But before we get to that, Chance, how are you, man? I'm thriving. Wow, I used thriving again. No, I'm good, man. I'm in a really good mood right now. How are you, my friend? A little frustrated, but we're going to pull through this. Uh, another recording problem, but, you know, nonetheless, we're going to show up. So, but anyway, yeah, I had a really good day until now, though. So that was, that's some great results. But uh, yeah, so Chance, we want to give them a little bit of a life update. Show up and show out. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I'll do a brief uh, section on my goal. Um, goal is was good. I spent a lot of time working on Duolingo, however you say it, and um, caught up some because I was behind. I had missed a few days, which is completely fine. You just got to make it up in other areas. So back on track. And uh, man, what else about life? Um, yeah, that we'll keep it at that. Sweet and short. Over to you, Corbin. Great, man. Over and out. Roger, roger. Uh, so on my end, with the goal, I have sold a couple of bigger ticket items this week. So I sold the the disc, which is like a farming, uh, it's a farming accessory for a tractor to help with planning, and you can do a lot of different things. But And then tomorrow, it's looking like I'm going to close on our wood splitter. So another uh, big ticket item to continue moving towards the goal. So that's super exciting. And other than that, I'm doing really well. Today I got the got my social media ramped up and ready to to reflect and be sort of the the mirror for the Peace and Purpose podcast and the brand as a whole. So if you guys are interested in just daily inspiration, quotes, little audio snippets, that sort of thing, then come check out our Instagram. Uh, I'll tell you the name of it. It is underscore call me Corbin, and all lowercase, and you can find that in the description as well, but probably the better way is just to just to look up the, the, the username. So, But anyway, so that's what's going on with me. With that said, let's jump into some content. So today we're going to be talking about confidence, specifically why it's so important when going after a particular goal. So whenever I was perusing the literature and um, checking out things from the psychological standpoint, I found a section in a article talking about achievers and avoiders and the, these personality types. So here's the breakdown of it. Achievers are people, because like in last episode, I believe it was, maybe the first episode, 
we spoke about how there are two different primary motivations for going after something. Two primary motivators in general. There is the the seeking of uh, pleasure and then the avoidance of pain. And in the case of achievers and avoiders, and I'll explain how confidence plays with this, achievers are the people who most often have these goals that involve the attainment of some sort of pleasure or joy. And avoiders are people who typically do all they can to avoid pain. So you you can see the, the fundamental differences between them. The thing is, the thing that defines achievers as opposed to avoiders is achievers are people who believe that when setting goals, positive outcomes occur. More often than not, when they set a goal, they're going to achieve it and they're going to attain that good feeling. On the other hand, avoiders, they avoid two things. They avoid pain and they avoid setting goals. They avoid setting goals because they don't envision or they don't think that it is likely that whenever they set out to do something, that they actually accomplish it. And these it's a, it's a big problem because they are avoiding disappointment and the pain of loss so much that they don't even want to set a goal. Because in their mind, they've already lost. So today, we're going to talk about how we can build confidence so that we can be achievers as opposed to avoiders. Chance, do you have any thoughts on that? I was going to say, you're going to cover it with confidence, but kind of relative to our last season is a portion of that faith. You know, if you are a um, avoider, you know, some of that faith might be able to boost you into the confidence. So I hand it back to you, Corbin. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Well, and also something I've seen, I think a lot of people of faith actually aren't, I don't know, it's like we they, they say they're of faith, but they're not actually confident, which is sort of counterintuitive to me. Um, but, yes, sure, I, I think there's, you know, f- confidence is really the trust that you're, that good outcomes will occur for you. So however you can wrap your head around that, I think it's important to trust that good outcomes will occur. Uh, so, so yes. Yeah. I don't know where this whole back to you, Corbin, thing, what is that? Is that on the, the news? Is that the radio station? Where, it where is. is this that's, that's, the, that's the news. That's like whenever there's one reporter you know, out in the rain covering a, covering yes. a storm, you know, yes. and they're like, Sorry. back to you, and then their mic screws up and that sort of stuff. Right. Sorry, we're off topic. We're going to go back on topic. Just couldn't figure that out. Anyways, no, continue. No, that's, that's, that's all good, man. Um, Contin- continuing on. So now I think it's important to talk about, now that we've outlined why it's important to uh, gain confidence and gain trust, um, now let's talk about how you can actually take the steps to be more confident so that you can become an achiever and, and go after your goals. So if you think about it, we, we make up the story of ourselves. We make up how we perceive ourselves based on past events and our memories of past events things that we were involved with. So I find that a lot of times having confidence is a matter of focusing on past events that went well for us as opposed to past events that did not go so well for us. I find that people that aren't as confident focus on and continue to think over and over again about the times that they fell short as opposed to 
taking a step back and recalibrating by thinking and focusing about the things that did go well. Uh, Chance, would you... Yeah, what I was going to I was going to interject and say something about the previous episode with, you know, setting I don't know if we've got to this portion, but like some of the small goals, the, the objectives, I would say. Look back at the objective. You, you know, Corbin's talking about like way in the past, which I think is definitely valuable. That's something you want to do as well, but in um in addition to that, look at if you have a goal that you're pursuing, and say you've been doing it for a week and now you're struggling and you want to say that now you're becoming an avoider, think back on the the week that you've achieved your goal. Say, hey, I've, I've done it for however many days now. I've done it for seven days. Like, I'm doing awesome. Let me continue forth. Let that build your confidence. So um, even look back on, and if it's a previous goal too, that's definitely something that's uh, helped me with some of my goals, thinking back at goals that I've previously achieved um, and thinking through, hey, there was tough times there as well, but I got through those to build confidence in uh, in your current goals. Yeah. Yeah, focus on times in the past where things went your way at the end of the day. And that way you can, you can refine your confidence, a.k.a. the trust that good things are going to happen to you, oftentimes based off of your abilities. So, yeah, we've got that, and that's a huge point. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of talk about what we focus on multiplies, and I think that applies in this situation particularly. And going off of that, I think, and I wrote about this in my book a lot, um, the book Unconventional Anxious to a Lot. But anyway, uh, I wrote about how important it is to watch what you allow to influence you. Because a lot of times, what influences you you know, gets in your head and then you tend to focus on those things more or tend to focus on that shortened mindset or you adapt the mindset of the people that you're around most often. That's a common quote. You know, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And this definitely applies here. So in the case that you spend time with mostly pessimists as opposed to optimists, you know, pessimists as a definition is, you know, they're saying... It is, mo- it is more likely that bad things will happen than good things. They see the world in a dark way as opposed to optimism where you would see the world in a light way where in my life things are most likely to work out in a, in a good way, in a positive way. So if you hang out with people that are primarily pessim- pessimists, you know, they shoot down your inspiration, they shoot down your goal, they shoot down your dreams because in their mind it would never work because this world is so dark and dull anyway, then you are likely to adapt that mindset. And by doing so, you were likely to become an avoider because if you go back to the definition of avoider, those are people that don't believe that good outcomes will will come to them. So why set goals? Because it's just going to end in pain and disappointment. So it's important to surround yourself with people who are optimistic, people who aren't there to shoot down your goals and your dreams, but are there to support you even even when things haven't come to fruition. You want to search for the people who are going to be there and say, this can work out, especially with the type of person you are. So looking for people to reaffirm. Chance, did you have any thoughts on that? I was just going to say I completely agree with the portion of, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. Um, I can definitely see that true in my life, um, or at least becoming true as, as close friends begin to influence me in a positive way. So kind of evaluate that. You know, sometimes you're around a certain group of people that it's not easy to get away from just because the atmosphere you're in. And we're not saying run away from those people. But, you know, be be cognitive of 
who you spend your time with and what kind of influences they're having on you. Um, cause sometimes they're, they're even hard to see, but like I said, I'm definitely thankful to have a good surrounding circle. Um, so like I, like I said, I've seen some positive impacts in my life just because of the people around me. Right. And I think because of that, it's important to intentionally surround your pe- yourself with people that you regard as optimistic and have a positive impact on your life and actively pursue that because I think reflecting back on it, you realize how, Im- how crucial those relationships and influences are on you and your state of mind. So, so yes, I wanted to mention that. Also, another thing, and this is a great thing for all of you, you know, listen and read things that are self-development based and optimistic. You know, this is going to help you to build your confidence. We're here to, to empower you and tell you that you can do it. And if you, if you listen to that enough and you focus on that sort of, that communication enough, that content, it slowly becomes your reality or at least your belief system. So, you're most highly influenced by the things that you're exposed to the most often. You know, if someone tells you something, and you especially see this with kids with how impressionable they are, if someone tells you something over and over and over again, you are likely to believe it. So if you listen to things that are positive, you know, things that are affirming and build your confidence and things that build you up more often, this goes for people and this goes for podcasts and and articles or what have you, then you are more likely to gain that confidence just because of the the proximity effect. And Chance, I'm I'm assuming you you agree with this as well? Yes, I do. And I do have a side comment to make as as well. Typically standard of me. Kind of jumping back, you know, we we were using the word looking back to build the confidence, but I'm going to say reflect. So I'm thinking of, we're going to go to an example, I love examples. You know, and going back to the previous episode is that cold day. But, you know, another thing that's going to help build that confidence is, you know, looking back through those seven days, you know, that you've achieved your goals. Take time to reflect as soon as you accomplish that small portion, that small objective. Look back, look at what you did and then, you know, resonate with that. Let that build confidence in you so that when you are faced with the challenge the next day, you have that confidence building off of you. So I would say take time after, if you have time, to like briefly just reflect on what was done. Um, I struggle with this because I get in my day-to-day this thing, that thing, the next thing, and it's good to just sometimes take a breath, realize what was done, you know, smile, be appreciative of it. Uh, Like I said, I struggle with this. Um, so it's definitely something to bring to the table that I think is very valuable. Okay, great, great. Um, so we've talked a lot about focusing on things to help us be more self-confident. Now I want us to talk about something more action-related. And what I mean by this is this is a great practice to have whenever you are focusing on a goal. Here's what you do. You act as if... And you imagine, like in your day-to-day life now, that you have already attained the goal that you were seeking. By doing this, you are going to automatically embody a more confident person. And you sort of fool yourself into believing that you're a confident person already. Here's, so there's something called the uh, endowment effect. So whenever we... Um, set up something and perceive that something is a part of our identity, a part of who we are. We try to keep 
our actions, our beliefs, and our attitudes in the world congruent with that idea of who we are. So we got actions, attitudes, and beliefs. So whenever we take an action that is confident, you know, we're acting like a confident person, and we can't go back and change our actions, we naturally are motivated to change our beliefs to fit our actions. So the make the fake it till you make it thing is a great principle here, and it, and it works very well because under the endowment effect, since we adapted an action that is incongruent with some limiting belief, say, you know, I can't, um, say your goal was to type, I don't know, 80 words a minute or something. Um, if you previously believed that you could do 60, but now you're out here taking actions and acting like someone who can who can type more, you know, for example, then your belief, you're going to have to change your belief to be congruent with your action or you're going to experience discomfort. So this is a way to force yourself, or not to force yourself, to motivate yourself to to reframe your beliefs, essentially. Chance, do you have any questions on that if that was unclear? No, that makes sense. Uh, I like that. That's That's very relatable. Okay, cool. So a big part of it, you know, is acting in a certain way. You know, because, like I said, your um, the other pieces of you are going to feel the need to rise to the level of your action. So if you don't believe that you're worth anything, but then you start acting like a confident person, then your internal belief is going to change because what's happening, your perception of who you are is changing. So that's a great first step. So I think just in a little recap here, one, it's important to focus on your past wins. Get little wins, and we're going to talk about this in the future with with small micro-objectives on the, the pursuit of a goal. But getting little wins and focusing you know, on a day that you think you're not doing so well or not getting enough things accomplished, focusing all the things that you have won at in the past. And then furthermore, take action and act like a confident person even whenever you aren't. Because the more you act like a confident person, the more you're going to believe you are. And your beliefs determine who you are at the end of the day. We're going to act in accordance with our beliefs. So those are just two things in a recap that I wanted to mention. Chance, do you have any uh, final comments or remarks or anything else you wanted to address? Yeah, I do. So it kind of flows off of that. And this is um, a negative side of me. I think there's some good insight to learn from what I'm continuing to work on in life is I see what Corbin's saying with not having enough confidence. And I'll relate it to sports. I know we do this a lot. It's just something that I have a a gauge on it was something I was very involved in I always had an overconfidence and there is a balance between having the right amount of confidence and I'm going to speak about that in a second the overconfidence portion (laughs) doesn't necessarily go well either now there is parts that Corbin was talking about where I can see where having the confidence was good so for instance uh, we'll say some of my tennis matches I used to play these guys were, you know, looking from a, from a standpoint of if you saw me play versus if you saw them play, you would go, there's no shot that you would be able to even compete with them. Well, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to win, and if I don't win, I'm playing bad or something. I had this overconfidence in my head, and I typically have that in life. And it's, like I said, I don't think it's, it is not a good thing. The confidence portion is a good thing, but the overconfidence is not. 
Um, and you know, emotions would come with that. So if something didn't happen, I would be mad or upset and I'd be like, well, I should have, I should have won that. Or I, you know, I didn't do as well as I should. And the reality of it might've been, I did just fine, but I expected more of myself or I was overconfident going into it, thinking or expecting something. Um, but I definitely understand too, the confidence going into it was great. I didn't have this scared, timid, not to say those are bad, but I didn't have, I had a motivation, I had a want to do well, I had a, had the confidence to do well, so, but just that balance of, you know, there is two extremes, um, and definitely be aware, you know, with your personality, maybe you're in the need of that boost to get the confidence, maybe you're in that need to take a step back and just focus on being more confident, because a lot of the times I was in the cocky boat, um, and not the confident boat. So, um, you know, it's good to find that balance. And like I said, I'm preaching to myself mainly, but I know that, you know, some of you might experience that as well. So coming from someone who's experienced it and, you know, tries to work on that might be some good insight there. Yeah. And what helped you to recognize that you were becoming, you were going toward to the arrogant side? Like it was just, what's, what's the negative outcome? Was it you were stepping on other people or was there a big downfall? Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of downsides to it. I mean, it's just apparent and sometimes I didn't see it as a kid, but I, you know, I saw you're told it of course, because it's just so apparent you have this stigma to it. It's like you're, it's part of your personality. It's part of who you become. And, you know, as a kid, I didn't, didn't even realize it, didn't care. Um, as I've gotten older, it's not something I want to embrace, not the arrogant portion. Um, how did I realize it? Um, yeah, what was the big, what's the, what's the downside to arrogance? If you could point that uh, out to us. The, the downside to arrogance? Yes, I mean, to it's overconfidence. Not, I don't think, I mean, just in a personal standpoint, or I don't know what kind of standpoint, it's not healthy for you. It's not, it's... I'm trying to think. There, I mean, there's a lot of. I'm trying to think to connect it to here because I just don't think it's a good quality to have as a person. It's like right. being angry is not a good quality to have as a person. Um, okay. And okay. It's a good question to ask because I'm, you know, reflecting on it now. Um, you, you know, I'm not. A, I was not appreciative enough of the, okay. per se, abilities that I had. Um, okay. I took too much confidence in the training rather than being appreciative that I was able to be out there, enjoy the weather, play sports, have fun, um, <laughs> try to have fun. I was more focused on winning, which is, you know, that you got to have fun too. There's balance there, but, uh, you just miss a lot of things. You're too focused on, Hey, I've got this. Hey, duh, 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 here's the outcome. You know, you don't enjoy it enough and you're not appreciative enough because I definitely was not. Um, so maybe, maybe that, that answers the question a little bit. Okay, yeah, I mean, I sort of had a two follow up. So here's the two things that I'm seeing it, like the reason that you turned away from what you, what you thought was overconfidence. Um, so one theory I have is, was it because you assumed that you were going to meet a goal or win a match, but was the pain of you not meeting the expectation the thing that made you wake up and say I was too confident? Or was it because you stepped on other people because of your confidence that made you feel like you could step on people? Or, or what, what do you think was your was the big damaging point 
Um, yeah, the stepping on people. I didn't see that was the that was the okay. problem. It was so bad. The arrogance was so okay. bad that it was like when I walked away from the match, say I lost, I was like, Yeah, I should have won it. If I'd play again, I, I might have could have won it or I could have done this or I should have done this rather than Yeah, so I'd say I don't necessarily know in what ways, but yeah, it was it drove all of the things that I've continued to work on, like a self-centered nature. It's like, ah, oh, well, it's it's about me. It's not, hey, man, forget about your match. Okay, you lost. Go cheer on your teammates. Not to say I didn't do that, but it, right. was, it, it was self-centered, arrogant. It all just contributed to each other, and they were um, attributes about myself that I definitely didn't like, that I didn't realize when I was younger that I'm more aware of, not to say that it's, you know, it's improved, but obviously it's something I try to continue to work on. So, yeah, I think highlighting that, with your confidence, it's important that you're not, that your goals aren't you comparing yourself to someone else. Because it seems like with tennis and all that stuff and your arrogance, you were stepping on people because you were comparing, it was about your skill versus somebody else's skill. I think if you frame it as, um, you improving from who you were yesterday as opposed to you being better than that guy today, I think it's a more sustainable way to exhibit confidence. Would you agree, Chance? I think that's awesome. That's that's really awesome. That's definitely something to, yes, 100% agree. I like that. Cool. Well, great. I think that wraps us up for today. A, a good little spiel on confidence. I hope you guys uh, received some insight from this. And, and yeah, so we'll be back on Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about how we can adjust goals to best fit and to, to keep us on the path to, to attainment of them. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Chance, for coming on here, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. We love you, and we'll see you on Tuesday. See you Tuesday. If you are enjoying or benefiting from our show and you'd like to spread the love, you can do so by subscribing, downloading, and telling your friends and family about us, especially if you feel that they could benefit as well. Also, if you'd like to access our show notes, which includes any resources that we may speak about during the show, you can do so by clicking the down arrow, the details button, or the abridged paragraph, depending on the platform from which you are listening. We want to thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it. The Peace and Purpose Podcast is a participant in the Amazon Services LLC Associates Program, an affiliate advertising program designed to provide means for creators to earn advertising commissions by advertising and linking to Amazon.com and its affiliated sites. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose Podcast. See you next week.